Warning. The following content contains sounds. It has been shown that some sapiens of the Homo have episodic memory towards some sounds. Therefore, forming a bad reaction to certain sounds. Nevertheless, the sounds we use are only to mock actions and notions, which are, of course, ridiculous. We are not mocking the people who have them. No, no, no. Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is correlation sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. They come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important. Damn, that introduction was really loud. <laughs> Sorry for spiking the mic. Oh, it was, it was the gong spiking the mic. I thought it was so sexy. How sexy you think, my love? I can't wait until my shit is on your dick tonight. That's how sexy it was. Aren't you guys supposed to clean yourselves off before you do that? Do what? Killing myself off before I get shit on my dick? Well, no, her hole. Oh, my hole is clean. Oh, my yeah. asshole, the inside. Yeah. There's always shit inside there. Not always. Yes. No. You never. just like to think that there's no shit in there, but there's always shit in there. Nope. Yes. Nope. Okay, ever. just for you, there's no shit in my asshole. Yeah, that's why we get the rubber hose from outside. You know, stick it up the butt, turn it on all the way. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Fill her stomach up. And then I jump on it, and then it's just a bunch of water coming out. I get enemas on the daily. We call her Great Faithful, or Old Faithful. That's Who's what, we? That's what you call me behind my back? No, no, just when you do your enemas. Oh, the truth finally comes out, Lord. That's fucked up. You son You're the of one a talking bitch. my shits on dick. Well, there is shit on your dick. That's just disgusting. I don't think the lizard listeners would appreciate that. Feces? There's feces inside of them right now. Yes, so Hopefully. you're saying our listeners are full of shit. Yes. Well, everybody is. So everybody poops now. Everybody does Except poop. Except Kim Jong-un and Kim Jong-il and whatever Kim Jong. He uses photosynthesis, right? I don't know what he does. He doesn't eat. Yeah, even though he's pleasantly plump. 
he just gets like pumped to his yard and then they suck it out of his ass. So he doesn't really shit. You know, I I think I think he still has his baby fat. He's dead. He looks like a baby. The funny thing is I heard that uh they were sad this might have been a fake story, I can't remember, but they were sad that he lost weight recently, all his followers. He has followers? Oh yeah. The it, entire population of yes, yes. I don't know if that was made up propaganda or that um, research. It's just a story I heard that may not be true or is true. So they were thin-shaming him now. But I follow him. That's somebody I actually follow. You follow him, huh? Yeah, because I think he's full of shit. Just waddling down the street. We're banned in North Korea now. <laughs> uh, I think every single American pig dog is banned in uh, uh, North Korea. Did you just call me a pig dog? A pig dog. They call uh, every Westerner and non-North Korean a, the devil. Sean, I am your mother. You just called me a pig dog. Wait, wait. What are tasty? What, what are you complaining about? Wait, what? You said the pig dog. Now you're saying the devil. What? Crazy? They say all these things. Pig dog like a hot dog? Oh, uh, maybe pig dog. Well, I think that it's just unclean dog subhuman kind of thing. I think that's what they're referring subhuman. to. Subhuman. Yes. What's a subhuman? Something that doesn't exist. It's just a made-up thing that is used to put other people down. Chimpanzee. Neanderthal. Yes, kind of. Hmm. Homo I- erectus. Well, that one's just us, isn't it? I like no. homos erections. No. It's so weird. I'm looking at you. It looks like you have four eyes. Uh, it looks like I have four eyes. Yes, because your glasses are splitting your eyes. So I see like half the circle, then half the circle again. Oh, yeah? You like that? Yeah, it's really crazy. <laughs> Stop looking into my eyes, Void. I can't help it. I'm hypnotized. Look into my eyes. Those are my eyes. You guys are making me jealous. Come on, baby. No, this is ridiculous. What's ridiculous? You guys are talking about each other's eyes and gazing in them without me. I'm it's just saying so it looks kind of creepy and crazy looking. Well, your creepy. son you really just, only has one eye I'm looking at. You just talk well, I mean, about, I about one's fake. gazing into his eyes. That sounds really sexy to me and tantric. Uh-oh, Void. You got your mom hot and bothered. Quit touching yourself underneath the table, Mom. That's so funny, because I actually had my finger in the hole in my pants when you said that. You must be a little psychic. No, I saw you move your arm down. Oh, she called you her little psychic. Sidekick. Yes. Ugh. She's seen it under the table. That's the last time I look underneath the table, Mom. Don't pretend like you don't get off on it. I'm not shaving you again. But it's it's about that time. I mean, it's growing out. Like, it's about three inches long. Can't you just weave it into his beard hair? We've already tried that. Yeah, it didn't work. No, it just slipped. It's too, it's too crusty. Yeah, I got too much of my semen on it. So my siblings are leaving on her fucking bush. Thank you very much. Yes. (laughs) Siblings? They're just gammies coming out of my testicles in your race, bro. 
Flush. Where do you think babies come from? I, I can't have babies any more babies. As we say in the Baptist South, every sperm counts. Who says that? The Baptist. Do you, do you want to hear a story? Is John the Baptist again, Void? Are you talking about John the Baptist? No, Southern Baptist. Do you guys want to hear a story about how I became a Christian? Oh, no. Here we go again. I was. How many priests did you suck off, Mom? How many? Well, if we can get to that point of the story. Okay, okay. So, you know, my pimp, he took me to a parking lot and. Um, some people started, like, coming to the parking lot. They were all, like, you know, driving in the parking lot and, like, parking next to us in the parking lot. And this guy came up to us. It was really weird. And he invited us inside for the service. And we're like, service? Okay, I'm used to services. So, you know, giving out the services and stuff. So we went into inside and they were playing all this music and stuff. And it was all talking about God and um, how he's going to save me from all my sins. And after the service, I wound up in the men's bathroom in the handicapped stall with my pimp. And there was this long line of men. They were offering us $5 every time we sucked a dick. Well, it was only me sucking the dick. But that's actually the time when I became a Christian. And, um, because you're on your knees praying? Yes, yes. And I had to swallow a lot of the Lord's spunk. It made me super holy. And then um, afterwards, I was bent over, and that's how I conceived you. Thank you. Was he one of them? He wasn't in the picture yet. No, this was before we picked her up. Yeah. I think this was before my biological avatar was conceived. Oh, okay. Do you remember what year it was, Han? It was in the 80s. Yeah, probably before me. Yeah. Definitely way before you. So you want to talk about another sapien of the homo who was conceived void? Yes. In honey bunchkins. Sure. Once upon a time in a place called Bologna, Italy, in episode 83, were a couple of apes named Ottaviano de Giacobo and Maria Maggi made a baby later to be known as Julio Caesar Aranzi, born anywhere from 1529 to 1530. Unlike many sapiens of the Homo we have covered, Giorgio's parents were monetarily left wanting. This would have stopped Julio from becoming, some people call him Julio. It might be Julio, but it's with a G. Julio. The G could be silent in the Italian language. Perhaps. I don't know. But this problem with his parents and money would have stopped him from becoming what he later became if it wasn't for his uncle, his maternal uncle, named Bartolomeo Maggi, a professor at the University of Bologna. Bologna? Bologna. Spaghetti. Yeah. Spaghetti. 
Why not name it pepperoni? That's closer to a bologna. You guys are making me hungry. Yeah? Yeah. You want my bologna? Yes. Not at the dinner table, guys. Oh, that's exactly where you have the bologna. That's where you're supposed to eat. Yeah. Anywho's, Bartolomeo Maggi uh. assisted, assisted Giulio into his higher education. Bartolomeo Maggi was a more than just a professor. He treated one that was called the Pope Julius III and received an award for tending to the wounded French humans during a conflict between their owners in another nationally driven attempt of conquest. Bartolomeo helped out the nephew of the poopy Pope Pence. Paul III. One could easily assume Bartolomeo Maggi was a surgeon, and they would have assumed correctly. Giulio Cesare Aranzi had become his uncle's favorite pupil and developed enough fondness with his mother's side to be called by his surname, which would be Giulio Cesare Aranzi Maggi. Oh, <laughs> that's a mouthful. I was just about to say that. Yeah, no, I beat you to that punch. All I can think of is Julius is a turd. Because you said Julius the third, and it sounded like you said Julius is a turd. A poopy pope? Yep. Yeah. By the age of a 19 in 1548, Julio had discovered a muscle while studying in Padua, according to Source 1. I found this interesting, especially when I used deep dive as source 3 to find out who was credited to have discovering this muscle. And uh, source 3 relays that a male sapien of the homo named Matteo Rildo Colombo published a book in 1559 to have been the first book describing said muscle, which is the Levita Palpebri Superioris. If this is so, I would like to know how one knows Julio had discovered the Levator Papabri Superiorius before this book came out. Source 4 agreed with Source 1, but actually referenced Julio's book being published in 1587, leaving one to realize that it could not have been straight from this book, except for a story within said book. It said that he had discovered it in his first year in 1548. So... Depending upon one's bias, you could either assume that it was discovered by the one with the last name Colombo, and uh, the evidence is from 1559, or a book that was published afterwards, referencing the dates prior to 1559, which is 1548. What's Colombo Jumbo? What? What's Colombo Jumbo? Void. Yes. Why are you looking at your phone? Sorry. You are here. Family time. Okay. He's got girls he's talking to. He's trying to forget about me. You're just embarrassing me, mother. Yeah? I'm sorry I'm an embarrassment. Oh, no. This is not Jerry Springer show. Are you sure? You learn to embrace your mother now. We're not having no fight. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Embrace me. That's a little too much detail. There's no detail at all in embracement. It's an ambiguous thing to say. Okay. Like you embrace Jesus. Well, not you specifically, Void. But uh, the royal, or the 
Y-O-U-R-E of just anyone. What? Just saying as uh, the second person is saying as someone would. Yeah, as someone would. Someone would. Mom, quit playing with your butt plug. Someone would embrace the butt plug. I as have to clean it sometime. Do you think when they say embrace Jesus, that means they want to have coitus with Jesus? Well, for them, that may be an orgasm of the religious kind. I embraced Jesus the day I became a Christian. The day he was born, he was baptized in cum. That is just a pretty picture you paint for our listeners. Yes, a white picture you painted. It was spectacular. A real Jackson Pollock. Your, your daddy came the day you were born. And after you came out, he bent me over and bucked me in the ass. And then he nutted on your fish. That's just disgusting. Not the whole effing in the B part, but that just... He wanted to make sure that we were true Christians. That we're going to make it to the holy space. It was the priest, you know. He knows what he's talking about. Did the baby gravy become baby food? Yes, we definitely made I him eat I'm some of it. I think I'm throw up. Oh, you've been eating cum your whole life. Calm down. It's totally fine. I'm supposed to feed girls cum, not eat it. Well, that was, that was the man's spunk. Your dad, his, the, the, you know, the priest of the Christian church that we would go to. I thought he got thrown out of the church. No, that wasn't until you were about six years old. Once we leaned you, or I'm sorry, weaned you off the breast milk. There was no telling the difference. No, it's sweet. He All just wanted it. it for himself, didn't he? Yeah, for a little bit. What an asshole. And then, and then, you know, he got shot in the head a couple years later by my pimp because he didn't pay him all the money for all the services. Yeah? So, uh, you, you got services, huh? Yeah, he, he would come see us. Well, he would see us every Sunday, and he would take some of the money uh, from the offerings, and that would be how he would pay us for the services so it could nut on your face and 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 on my ass you know yeah butthole why you bring me into this it was his ultimate fantasy to touch the boys we're really hitting every quadrant here a podcast for the whole family either way in the year of 1556 from source one on May the 20th, Giulio received his degree from Bologna when he was just 27 years of age. Since Giulio's uncle, Bartolomeo, oh, crime. Oh, it's okay, baby. Do you want me to lick your tears? Oh, I probably shouldn't do that because I feel your asshole on my mouth. I haven't brushed my teeth yet and I don't want to give you pink eye or herpes. I probably already have the herpes. Well, not not in your eye. Around well, your asshole, that. that's why I don't want to lick your eye, because I don't want to give you your herpes from your ass that I licked earlier. That's why. 
put it in your eye. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Such beautiful eyes, I don't want to fuck them up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a money maker. Yes. Yeah? Money maker. Yeah, your eyes, the eye shot, you know? Like Julio. Yeah. And his uncle, Bartolomeo, who was famous for assisting with various hierarchy deities. Uh, Julio had many opportunities that laid at his stinking feet. Do you think that they nutted in his face, too? I didn't see anything on any other sources. I mean, who the fuck knows what the Pope does at night? Yeah, I mean, if, if you know, the priest does it, he probably did learn it from the Pope. Yeah. So, after graduating, he uh, not only became the lecturer of surgery at the University of Bologna, he also became the lecturer of medicine at the same time, which is a first according to Source 1. Other items credited to our ape man for finding first is the Pedis Hippocampus, the Cerebrum Cistern, the Artery Aqueduct, and the Fourth Ventricle. By 1564, Julio published his first book, titled De Humano Fruto Apuscalum. Fifteen years later, according to Source 1, which would have been in 1579, not 1587, according to a source 3, is when Observations Anatomicae was published, which described the hippocampus. Source 5 is where I received the date 1587, which is an article from the Journal of Neuroscience. Source 1 is encyclopedia.com, while you also have the Journal of Neuroscience, so you pick and choose what you uh, think is alright. I don't give a hoot. Following the publication of Observations Anatomicae, there was a noticeable shift in the literature, where Julio included not only descriptions like the previous eight months before him, he also had performed investigations, performed on these parts, experiments if you will, so he could try to attempt to figure out what is the cause of certain movements or certain actions by these anatomical portions. Here is a list of his original works. Del Humano Fute which we already discussed. Then we have De Tumoribus Secundum Locus Affectum, which was published in Bologna in 1571. In observations on Matamake, fifteen seventy-nine in Venice, but also published. Wait, fifteen seventy-nine in Basel, but published in Venice in fifteen eighty-seven. So that's where to, that's where that came from. That can, date. Can you repeat the name of the first one? De humano fuerto opusculum. So it's not objective. No, no, it's not that. Oh, okay. Just, just making sure. Yeah? You making sure? Yes. That's good. You're doing better than Void. He's just staring at his crotch. Yes. Well, he's... Void, put it away. He's trying. I'm playing with my dick now. Yeah, I can see that. I see the little fireman cap just waving in the wind. You know if you rub on that thing enough, he'll spit in your mouth. Not mom's. You Sometimes, haven't pointed at you. 
but you should really, you know, work on your aim. You have it pointed right at you and your mouth is wide open. Last, last time it went in my nose. How many points did I get from that? Two. Yeah, two nostrils. Two points. Shotgun blast through the nose. She said it was like she dove into water. Is the helicopter coming? Yes. Stop it, Chiquita. Goddamn bitch. Chiquita. 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 Yeah? Yes. Now let's get into the items I feel are of more importance. We have the hippocampus. Blah, 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 blah. We have the hippocampus being claimed by several humans to have been a term first created by Julius. From two Greek words, we have hippos, which is Greek for horse, while we have campus, which is said to have been Greek for sea monster, but I think it was more of sea creature, because this structure seems to look like a seahorse, which would make more sense to be the horse creature of the sea. Uh-huh. Instead of horse monster. You ever see a seahorse up close? Hold it in your hand, squeeze it like you just did with your fireman? No. I've seen sea monsters. Yeah? Yeah, on TV and videos on the internet. Were they with Jesus? Uh, I don't think it was with Jesus. But maybe G-Bus? Hmm. The bus of G. Yes. Oh, great, the G-Bus. Yeah, he was he was a G. He's honking his way through. An OG. Original gangster, you know, OG. Pimp. Player. Yeah, he he died a result of gang violence by the Romans. Yeah, my my pimp used to make me call him an OG. It was it was just special moments that we had because every time I called him an OG, he would not slap me across the face after he spit his cum in my mouth. Great story. He spit his own cum in my mouth. Void, put it away. I see you playing with it. I was trying to distract myself from mom's terrible story. No, he's trying to get off thinking about his stepdaddy Mr. OG Pimp Daddy coming in his own mouth and spitting it in mine. Was that called a reverse snowball? Yes, and then I would give you the crosses of Jubish on your forehead like it was Asha. Please tell me you didn't say Simba. Please don't tell me you said Simba. No, no. I said... The Holy Spirit and, you know, Jesus and God and all those words, where, you know, the cross where you, you just... You're just a woman of Christ. Yes. Oh, I get it. I get it. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. that was it. Seeing your Father on you, the yes. Son, yes. with the Holy Spirit yes. of God. See? See? You got it. It's just... Yeah, I made so much sense. Baby! It's like we're connected, like super connected. Yeah, super connected in the intricate web of cum we weave. Yes, all of that spunk that's inside me, 
And on you, son? I'm looking down in disappointment. Why? Well, you got done? Yes. Playing with your beer? He finished, and he didn't get off. It wasn't as good as he expected. Oh. I'm sorry I wasn't available for you, babe. You sure I've used Baby, that bomb? Baby. You sure I've used that bomb? My sweet boy. Where? Put the thumb up the bum. You know when you rub on your prostate, it gives you so much better orgasms. Oh, and yeah. And, like, your cum shoots across the room like a bow, like an arrow, you know, going towards, like, a big, huge fucking bond. Or what's it called? Bo- boy, the, you know. The void? Yes. It's like you're, we're connected, baby. Okay. Disgustingly Super. connected. Super connected. No, our our energies are so connected. Yeah, yeah. So we have the great seahorse monster. That's the closest thing I could find to, to be remotely anything like what Void said two episodes ago regarding the mythical creatures representing ears. Um, um, um. Maybe that's why I got confused with. Yeah. Quark, baby, you should probably stop touching yourself now. No. Save it for later. No, I'm edging. So, he's saving up protein for you, Mom. I'm getting my boss blow. I can't wait. I love getting the facials. Those are my favorite. Yeah. It, it really keeps my face looking young. And I rub it on my... protein. I rub it on my chest, too. And, you know, it takes away some of those, like, um, titty wrinkles. Yeah, it fills in the cracks. Maybe you should bottle it up and sell it. I do. I'm the nut nut gatherer. Don't you know? I gather the nuts. Oh, you're not gathering those kind of nuts. Well, (laughs) that's what you think. Oh, no. I'm worried. I have a jar for both of you. Ew. Oh, well, at least they're not mixed. I bet our gametes would start fighting. Sometimes I have to like figure a, out... Like a fighting fish. Sometimes I have to figure out what jar to put it in when we all have sex. Oh, yeah, maybe the miscellaneous jar. No, I usually just put it in yours. Mine's mixed with everybody's. Yes. Oh, damn. It's best that way. Extra proteins. Yeah. Yes. Extra non-virgin virgin... Uh, olive oil. I just cook. Are you calling your ossicles that we've described as your olives now? Yeah, his balls. No, I just made a joke about not non-virgin virgin olive. They oil. are a little on the small well, side. I'm just wondering where the olive came from. Look, he's still playing with his Peter right now. Look at him. The it's the dog, Jesus Christ. The it's dog's dog now? always been concerned about oh your little balls. God. And I told them it's okay, they work just I fine. I told you stop putting peanut butter on your junk and feeding it to the dog. I'm not, the dog is just sniffing. You're not even speaking into the mic now. The dog is just sniffing me regularly. Yeah, just sniffing, ready to she get his mouth on that peanut totally butter. She's totally licking your nutsack right now. No, she's oh, not. Jesus There's no animal cruelty going on here. I'm just petting the dog. No. Yeah, no, petting animal the animal cruelty. The dog loves that peanut petting butter. Petting the dog's vagina. 
Ew, that's just disgusting. Well, she's ready. No, no crossbreeding here. Well, you can't really crossbreed like that for anything. I know, it won't work. Yeah, we it's already tried. It's just speciality, that's all. I know, but it's illegal. It's not that bad. It's pretty bad. Oh, we could just blast off. I don't off. think so. When the cops come, we could just blast off. I put peanut butter on my pussy all the time. Yeah, but that's for him. I can't have that gums for it. He can't have peanuts. <coughs> it makes him sick. It's for the dogs. Ew. I let all three of them go at it at the same time. Okay, enough about home life. I use my big 12-inch dildo, too. Oh, no. This bit about the hippocampus being from these words is from Source 5, where they claim that the first description from Julio's writing on the hippocampus was given in the book De Humano Futo Libero, even though that's not the same one. So the different sources call it different names. Although today, the horse sea monster is the description used for this anatomical portion, also known as the hippocampus. During Julio's time, there were several other descriptions given for this item of the human anatomy. For instance, there is white silkworm. Void. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amon's horn. And ram's horn, either in Latin or Greek. It's not specified. While we have gone over the large portion of the limbic system, we have yet to cover the hippocampus, so let's start the dislocation, shall we, Void? Yes. Not Gatherer? Yeah, definitely. I don't know why I asked you guys. I, I plan on going on it anyways. Yeah. You're asking if we're ready. You always do. Just do whatever you want. You do too, honey. Most of the time, yes. Yeah. So if one searches on Google's Badoogles, with the input of Hippocampus Julio Cesar, as of 7-25-21, you can find some bloggers page with an article titled Hippocampus, the sea monster in me. <laughs> Where? What a sea monster in me. Where? In this Arctic. Well, I believe well, it's called an eel. Octopus. Haha, you hungry for eel. I like the octopus idea because it has eight legs and can reach lots of spots. I think you've actually made this joke before. Oh, you know what? You know what we could do? What? I could say, uh huh. Oh, shut up. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Octopussy. Now I lost my place, goddammit. Talking about octopussies. Sorry, baby. So the hippocampus is in an S shape in this picture on this article. And it gives off a fetus vibe while appearing much like a seahorse. This structure from many sources will indicate the hippocampus is in the medial portion of your temporal lobe a part of the neocortex and or a part of the limbic system. But primarily, it is noted that it's part of the limbic system and separate from the neocortex and part of the allocortex. Just superior and anterior of the hippocampus is the amygdala, which is connected through white matter, which are axons connected to each other. We briefly covered over this in the Thomas Willis episode with the amygdala. We have the posterior tail of the caudate nucleus, just anterior and superior to the hippocampus as well. If you look at some sagittal views and some cartoon renderings, you might assume that the hippocampus is basically spooning the tail end of the caudate nucleus. But from what I gather, 
is not exactly so. So the connection between the amygdala, the nucleus, and various parts of the neocortex and the hippocampus, it makes sense why the hippocampus would be in this area, because it's correlated with acquiring data and committing it to short-term and long-term memory. Which data, may you ask? It's spatial memory. Also, since the hippocampus is deep in relation to the gyri of the neocortex, it's commonly noted to be part of the limbic system. And, if you remember from the Thomas Willis episode, limbic means border. For specific anatomy of the hippocampus, we have two parts noted in source 6. There is the cornu amanus, noted for being the hippocampus proper. And then we have the dentate gyrus. Though source 6 indicates that some humans prefer to separate this structure to even more locations, for instance, there is the corno amonis, the dentate gyrus, the subiculum, and the entorhina area. <laughs> that sounds kind of dirty. Every time you say hippocampus, I just think of hippopotamus. Yeah, me too. Same here. But now it's a seahorse. Seahorse? Yeah, hippocampus. Oh, that sounds really thick and sexy. So, when people talk about these four regions I just mentioned, they commonly refer to as the hippocampal formation. Source 7 has a beautiful rainbow cartoon rendering of the hippocampal formation. In all its glory to behold, what are you looking at the time for, Void? Oh, nothing. My activity watch went off. Are you bored? No. That sounded like you were. No. I don't. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I got you. I just keep thinking about you putting it in my ash later. I'm going to act like I didn't hear that. The seahorse? No. Put my seahorse in her ass? I can't wait. I'm going to snorkel down there? It's going to be sexy time. Yeah, baby. Whoa. Jesus, quit telling me about the all-you-can-eat butt buffet. I washed it. At least I did that. So, uh, yeah, let's start that. uh, Blah, blah, blah. Back to topic. Let's start at the dentate gyrus. The dentate gyrus is some sort of egg shape, or testicle shape, or even almond shaped, depending upon what you want to call it, which is located on the anterior portion of the hippocampus. Extending from the dentate gyrus is the cornu amonis, or hippocampus proper. A nice history in the term cornu amonis is that there was a Greek god named Corno Ammonia, who was known for being horny on the side of his head. He had two, he had horns. Oh, not the other horny. Literally horny. That's a bummer. Not, not sexy horny. Man. I'm horny like all the fucking time. Aren't we all? Well, no. Unfortunately, there's so many men out there that never want to have sex. And it's so disappointing. I just want to be full of cum all the time. Young, dumb, and full of cum. Yeah, but I'm not that young anymore. I just... It must be my hormones. Ever since you guys gave me the hysterectomy, I just... I want... Dick. Sex is a mood enhancer. 
Yes, that, that must be it, because I yeah. need my mood enhanced all the time. So back to horny things. Plus from activity, you breathe more and oxygenate your blood more. So. so back to horny things. Okay, let's go. The corner, I'm honest, uh. looks like a horn. Oh. Which would make sense why the nut gatherer is moaning in ecstasy when I'm talking about the horns. Yes. She joined the podcast because she thinks brains are sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I talk. do. I actually, I actually do. I think being smart is so sexy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's mostly the yes. Okay. Now, this part of the hippocampal formation is sectioned off. The corner among us. It's sectioned into four parts itself. They're called the CA4, CA3, CA2, and CA1. CA4 is directly attached to the dentate gyrus while the whole thing goes around and almost makes it to a full spiral to CA1. They go into a succession from regression from CA4 to CA1. Following down the corneal amonas, just as the spiral reaches near the start of its departure from the dentate gyrus, the tail becomes what is called the subiculum. The subiculum is titled this way for it being the most inferior portion of the hippocampus. Source 6 described the subiculum as a part that connects to the entorhina cortex, which communicates to the neocortex from the hippocampus, playing a crucial role in time perception and sometimes seen as a part of the hippocampal formation, like I mentioned from the other source. The entorhinal cortex appears to connect to the most medial inner facial portion of the temporal gyrus of the neocortex. As you reach the tail end of the hippocampus formation, we have the parahippocampal gyrus of the seahorse monster. The horsey sea monster. The horny sea monster source. I was just about to say that. Do you think the seahorse has a huge cock? Actually, no. I believe they have really small ones, don't they? Yeah, they're tiny animals. But, it's a, big, uh, but it says horse in the name. Man, this is because it looks like a horse. Like but a head. Horse cocks are huge. Yeah, but seahorse cocks are not. Clydesdale. She's remembering the time when we took her to Mexico for it. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, that was like one of the best times of my life. Yeah, you get it. You know that probably got. We're a lot. talking about your damn donkey shows. Well, I, I gotta make money somehow. Yeah, and she said horse, anyways. Yeah, I mean the donkey shows was so I can make money to buy the horses. Yeah, they're better quality, I hear. But that's another thing. It gets your blood pumping, right? Yeah. Yeah, so when it comes to blood supply, the primary source for the hippocampus comes from what is called the posterior cerebral artery. Supply is also reinforced from what is called the anterior corridial artery, also known as the uncle branch. There's an uncle branch in there. Mm. It's just the whole family tree. Yeah. Of horny people. Kind of like this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, when it comes to passing the cellular waste from this beautiful morsel of the brain, we have the basal vein, which takes the matter away for further filtration. Probably for urination. 
onwards towards some understanding of function based off experimentation on in the 20th and 21st century. Since this structure is imperative for handling data on a person creating a narrative for their reality, it's understandable for Source 6 to speak about the vulnerability of the hippocampus for being damaged. It's easily susceptible from the long-term potentiation changes from habitual alteration in its use, especially when you have problems with protein buildup, like in Alzheimer's disease, or getting damaged from seizures. Now, I know we already just glanced a little bit into more than what was known at the time when the one named Julio Cesar Aranzi Maggi had discovered this part of the brain and he not really discovered it, he just coined the term hippocampus. Now, Void, are you gonna come with us on our trip? To where? We're gonna go to uh, the Ozarks. Uh, I can't, I have to watch the homestead. With that new show? No, no, I have, I, uh, my uh, gardener's going out of town and I have to watch his house. You have to watch the gardener's house? Is that how you pay him? No, I'm doing him a favor. He helped fix my car, too. I That's thought that was nice. Hank Crank. Uh, they're the same person. So he's a gardener and a mechanic? Yeah. That's amazing. We're Is he a gigolo, too? What? You want to walk with him, too? Yeah. Oh, are you coming out the closet, Void? No, he is a... a uh, another, my other father did, took care of me when you went around. Oh, so he was the one who saved your mom. Yeah. Whoa, that's a lot of story there. We should go into that another time. Yeah? I gotta think of a way to tell that story. That'd be a good one. Yeah. We're gonna have to record while we're out of town, boy. Okay. Um, I don't know how we can cancel out the sounds, the beeping and the booping and the whirring. Um... Maybe we could just put more foam around these microphones. See, that will take care of the roll, 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 roll in there. Can you make that sound on my clip later? Which one? The one where you just like rolled your tongue a lot. Yes, oh, that one. So I'm gonna go. Yes. Yes, all over my muffin. I don't know. That's a lot of battery power in there. You can do it. I know you can do it. Yeah, I've seen you motorboat those things. I'm sure you can. Yes, motorboat my pussy. Motorboat it. Yes, yes. She got really excited. The volume spiked on her. Michael, yes, that's yes. not all this. Like, uh, more like a horny meter. Yeah. <laughs> Void, I see a little spike there, too. We're going to be playing with your sausage again? I guess we're just a bunch of horny toads. Like, like bunny rabbits. <laughs> like a bomb and go hoppity hip hop. Where the hip hop don't stop. He's the energizer. Oh, why do you think some sex toy is called a rabbit? <laughs> because it has ears? Oh, because it fucks like a rabbit. I've had one of those. Was it good? Yes. Was it the one with the beads that rotate inside? Yes, it was. Oh, okay. It got thrown in the trash. Oh, do you have oh. a sex boyfriend? Yes. Bastard. What a piece of shit. I bought her one. 
big one. Yes, uh, he replaced lots of things. I did. Yes. And I made better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Give her this meat stick here. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. He's fine. That's Hopefully how- I can find a slat of my own. You should, and then when you could get another microphone, we could record with her. Yeah, and she, maybe sometimes she can join in with us. She could be like the wood soaker or something, because we need someone to, you know, protect the wood and cover it in a sealant. She could be the wood I'd soaker. like to motorboat somebody. You can motorboat me, baby. Okay. My ossicles on my inferior meninges, or yeah. inside of my inferior meninges. We'll try that later. That sounds... I'm going to play doctor and nurse. Oh, I... Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. That's a given, a hundred percent. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Now you wanna go over what we're gonna cover next? Can you be my nurse? Who, Floyd? No, you. Me? Yes. You want me? Yes, I have the costume for you. Oh, really? Yes. Does it have the assless, you know, skirt? Yeah, it's really short. And then there's, like, the tassels that I got you guys. Well, you haven't worn yours yet. You can wear the tassels. The red and sequins, like the ones that my son was wearing a few weeks ago. Mm. Yeah? I remember those. They were, they're sexy. We need to put some bleach on those. I bought you your own. They're upstairs. Void. In the yes. second level of the box. You listen to your mother or you are ignoring her. Well, I'm trying to zone out, but I don't want to hear all the details about her wedding tassels. She's jealous. The wedding tassels you wore? You don't want to hear about the details and you put them on your nipples. Well, I'm just trying not to remember the things I do when I'm drunk. Lots. <laughs> you do a lot of fun stuff when you're drunk. Why yeah. not want to remember them? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun together, son. It's kind of embarrassing. You want to talk about the sapien of the Homo J. Cossario, who published the first description of the mammillary bodies? Huh. We could do that. For next week? Uh, for two weeks from now. Okay, two weeks. We're going to try to record a family trip without the son. Okay. So just me and your mommy. Okay. Since you're not coming. I know. Best I have work to do. Yeah? Yeah. What you working on? My j- day job. Your day job? Uh-huh. Hey, pumping the drummer from behind is not a day job, Void. I don't do that. It says in our contract that's what they have to do for us to play their music. The night job is much more profitable. Yeah, except for on health. That corner has been empty for a few weeks, son. What? Oh, you can use the tassels. Yes. You gotta get out there on the corner. Make that money. I mean, I gave you the corner. You said you wanted it. And I've been getting calls from clients who said you haven't been there. That's just weird. It's not that weird. I did it for like 25 years. Do the family business, boy. Making the steps. No, 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 not putting me in drag. What the hell? Not as long as you identify as a, the female hooker. You can just not drag. be. You can just be the bear. 
You could be oh, you could be the big grizzly you're, bear. You're fussy already. You yeah. got that big, luxurious beard. Oh yeah, someone would like that somewhere. I don't know who, but someone would. Yeah, that was super hot. Oh, whoever likes big bears. Yes. It doesn't have to be another dude too, Void. You know there are women out there that'll pay for it too. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe you'll get the wealthy one. Then she could pay for us. Sugar mama. So huh. we could like really get this thing going. We'll have more than just 13, you know. We might have a new fan. Nice. He lives in the UK. Cool. I'm wondering how much it's going to cost to uh, mail a shirt to him, though. Okay. His name's Nye. Nye. Yeah, she's a cool guy. That's yeah. neat. I love that you guys are meeting people from around the world. You know, he plays Supremacy of 1914 with me. Oh. Every chance I get, I tell someone about the podcast on there. Cool. We made a coalition called the Asperger's. Ha. And it's spelled like how it sounds. Yes. Yep. Pretty fun. Yes. So, this is going to be a music from the Squirrel Hunter. Yes. Our first big fan. Yes. He got, oh, he's got a shirt coming his way. Yeah, the nut driver's taking it down to him while she delivers his nuts. Oh, yes. With the nut taster, you know. Uh-huh. Hey, sexy pants. Yes, baby boo. I have to go. You have to go? Yeah. Where do you have to go? I have to go upstairs to the second level of the box. Oh, okay. So, what we do? What? Well, I'm, I'm going to go clean my asshole. So well, you can stick your done. dick in there later. Yeah. yeah, we could just say what what do we say, boy? We leave in peace. Bye. Bye guys.